friends, the, the height of human perfection consists not just in the desire to do the good, and not just in even doing the good, but in persevering in it. Like the height of human perfection consists not just in desiring to do the right thing, even doing the right thing every once in a while, but the perseverance to persist in doing the right thing. If you think about uh, any goal uh, that we set for ourselves uh, worth accomplishing, think about if you're a student, uh, you really, this semester, I want to, I really want to dial it in and, and do really well with my grades uh, this semester. Uh, say you want to get healthier, and so you want to start exercising and, and eating better. Say you want to maintain a relationship long term, whether it be a dating relationship or a marriage or a friendship. Say you want to grow in some kind of uh, spiritual goal, right? You want to pray more, you want to uh, do certain things to help your spiritual life. Say you want to uh, overcome a bad habit or an addiction. If you take any of those things, the first thing that's necessary is the desire. I've got to want to do it. Right? I've got to be inspired in some way to want to do it. The next step is actually doing it in the short term. Right? So the first few weeks of the semester, I've got to put my nose to the grind and I've got to study. Right? I've, got to, um, I've got to say no to whatever is the bad habit or the temptation. If I'm going to commit to prayer, I've got to do it in the short term. I've got to make a couple decisions to start doing it. But then something inevitably happens, right? which is it gets hard because the temptation to quit, throw in the towel, right? Something else distracts us. You're, you're trying to do well this semester. Your friends are, are going out and you want to go out with them, but you had committed to staying in to study, right? Day five of like January 5th. Right? After your New Year's resolution, you want to eat this, this big cake that's in front of you. All right, whatever it is, there comes a time where things happen where we either get fatigued or we get uh, impatient or other things distract us. We get to a point where the desire and the few times we've done it are insufficient for us to persist in doing it. And it takes the virtue of perseverance. Right? St. Thomas Aquinas, um, I'm doing this study on the virtues on Wednesday night, so that's why this is fresh in my mind. But Aquinas treats perseverance and constancy, the two virtues of perseverance and constancy, under the virtue of courage. Right? When we know there's a good to be done, but we need the courage to persist in the good when difficulties or obstacles present themselves. And that could be due to our own weakness. That could be due to other things intervene. Distractions, preoccupations intervene. For a variety of reasons, it gets hard to do the good. Right? And we all know this because we all know how long our New Year's resolutions last. We all know how long our Lenten resolutions last. Right? This is hard stuff. And so Aquinas says we need the, a specific virtue, the virtue of perseverance and the virtue of constancy, to help us to persist in doing the right thing when it gets hard. 
I thought of uh, this virtue in light of all of our readings uh, this week right? because I think they, they underline all the, the readings. So in the first reading and the psalm, the Israelites are, are trying to struggle with the question of how do we have perseverance of faith when it seems like it seems like the oppressor wins. It seems like evil wins. Right? And this is something they grapple with in the Old Testament a lot. Right? It seems like right, those who put down others prevail. And the poor and the oppressed get left behind. When is God going to do something? Right? When's God going to act? When's God going to intervene? And so what is needed is the perseverance of faith to say, you know what? I don't know the timing of when there's going to be a just resolution to the injustice of the world. I don't know what the timing is for when there's going to be a rectification of all of the evil that I see around me. I don't know, but I trust in God's promise. I persevere in God's promise. In the Old Testament, they had a, a term for this group, the Anawim, the remnant. The remnant of faithful Israelites who, despite all of the evidence to the contrary, meaning their people are suffering, their people are being exiled and abandoned and left behind and oppressed by evil tyrants, they keep the faith. They keep the faith. They say, you know what? We're going to persist in faith even though it seems like it seems like there's going to be no just resolution to this. That's the perseverance of faith. When we don't understand God's timing, God's purposes in the amount of suffering and evil in our personal lives and in the world. They're wrestling with how do I keep perseverance? How do I keep the faith and be constant in faith in the midst of so much suffering? See, Paul in 2 Timothy is actually kind of reflecting back on his life. And he's thanking God for the gift of perseverance that he exercised. Right? And he uses, uh, I love this reading because he uses kind of two sports metaphors. I'm a sports guy. Right? He uses kind of a boxing metaphor and a running metaphor. Right? I fought the good fight, he says. And of course, Paul would have been familiar with the gladiatorial bouts in the Roman Colosseum where everyone would go and watch people just fight to the death, right? He would have been familiar with that. And he says, I fought the good fight. I fought to the end. No matter how many times I got knocked down by shipwrecks and imprisonments and beatings, right? I fought the fight to the bitter end. And then he uses a running uh, metaphor that, of course, he would have been familiar with, with the Olympics and other things, that I finished the race. I completed the race. And if any of you have run uh, a race before, you know how much perseverance it takes to finish. You want to, I want, at least me, I wanted to give up the entire time. Right? Right? That we, that there's, any, but he uses that metaphor to describe his perseverance in the midst of a bunch of external things that happened to him, difficult things. His struggles, I'm sure, at times with where's God in this. And then he mentions another particular difficulty was that everyone deserted him. Kind of like Jesus on the cross. Like, where is everyone? Why did everyone abandon me at my toughest moment? 
Right? So he's dealing with all of those difficulties and obstacles, and yet he says, God gave me the strength to persevere in my faith and in the preaching of the gospel, even when things got really hard. How does the gospel fit in? Last week's gospel was better for this theme. If you remember, it was about the persistent widow, right? The widow who keeps bothering the judge, right? She perseveres in her, in her request to the judge, and the judge finally gets so annoyed with her that he grants her request. But this gospel, I think, gives us, Jesus is describing the fundamental disposition that's required to persevere, which is humility, not pride. See, if we're prideful, we overestimate our strength and we underestimate our weakness. And so when we, when we think about tackling a goal, like the ones I mentioned, if we're prideful, we think, this will be easy. I can do this. I have enough willpower. No problem. Right? If we're humble, we realize this is probably going to be really hard. This is going to stretch me. There are things that are going to come up along the way that are going to make it difficult for me to fulfill this. And so I have to be vigilant at every moment in the persistence and the courage to persevere. I have to ask God's grace at every moment. Lord, I need courage because right now I'm tempted to go out with my friends. But I told myself I was going to stay in and study tonight. I need your strength to help me to persist in this goal that I have set for myself. The humble person knows that they're weak and that life is complicated and that a bunch of things are probably going to get in the way of me persevering in my goal. Sometimes this comes up like in uh, spiritual direction where someone will say, I was making a lot of progress in overcoming this particular vice or I was making a lot of progress in growing in this virtue and I started to think that I had it figured out. I, I thought I had it figured out, and at that moment, I fell. It was right then that I was the weakest, because I thought I had it figured out, and then I was particularly vulnerable. If any of you play golf, right, you know this feeling. Like, like, you'll hit a perfect shot, maybe two or three in a row, and you'll say to the people with you, I think I figured out that kink in my swing. And I will guarantee you, your next shot is going into the water or to the woods. Like, the minute you say that, you're done. You are absolutely done. I've done that so many times, I don't do it anymore. Right? Because that's, I think, what happens. If we, we're like, we got this figured out, we are particularly vulnerable to not persevere uh, in whatever it is we're striving to overcome. So, friends, um, I just want... To be honest, I wanted to preach on the virtue of perseverance because, I don't know, we all have the desire to do the right thing. Often, not I guess all the time, but we do. We are inspired. And, and to do it every once in a while is kind of easy. It's sticking to it that is so challenging and requires the cultivation of a virtue. The virtue of perseverance, which means I do it even when I don't want to do it. Right? If we made a commitment, we stick to it. No matter what happens, no matter what comes, we do it. And we persevere in that. That's the only way to develop this virtue, right? is to stick to it even when the obstacles and challenges come. 
And then to pray for the grace of God in the particular moments to be able to exercise that virtue. Lord, I need courage right now. I need perseverance and constancy right now because I am about to throw in the towel on a commitment that I have made, and I don't want to. I need your help in this moment to say yes in this little choice, which will set me up for success to persevere in the future. So friends, we probably uh, all struggle with perseverance of faith, with injustice and suffering in the world. We struggle with the perseverance in our own personal lives of fulfilling the goals and fulfilling the responsibilities that we have set for ourselves. Let's pray in the grace of this Mass with these inspired readings that we would grow not just in the desire to do the good. That's a start. Let's not grow just in doing the good every once in a while. That's better. But let's also grow in the gifts and the virtues of perseverance and constancy so that we can do the right thing 